Let's get to Stewie Clark now, who's been uh, patiently waiting for us. How are you, Stewie? Morning, boys. Great to speak to you, mate. Uh, final day of this test match today, Australia-South Africa. Can the Aussies take 14 wickets in a day? Well, it's going to be tough, but given the way South Africa bat, it's probably, uh, it's probably a reality <laughs> rather than a possibility. A little barb the, uh, there. I love it, mate. Give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the wicket's not, uh, it's not doing a heat, but it started to reverse swing a little bit last night. Line looked dangerous. Uh, and as I said, the South Africans, and sort of, you get the feeling that one foot's on the plane on the way home. Mm-hmm. Gee, Cummins was on fire yesterday, that spell um, of bowling. World-class stuff from the captain. Gee, he's in good touch, isn't he? It, it was uh, it was something Pat Cummins of about 10 years ago. He bowled fast. He looked nasty when he wanted to be. He had the ball in the right spot. He just turned into this ultimate leader, Pat Cummins. When something needs to happen, he, uh, he grabs the ball and makes it happen. All the players look around him for that inspiration, which he gives them. Um, and last night, it was um, completely on show. Him and Josh Hazelwood and Nathan Lyon. And I thought Agar, actually, Agar didn't pick up a wicket, but he bowled all right. So um, between the four of them, uh, they're a real big chance. Mm. Mate, I know it is uh, one of the things with taking the, the heap of wickets today. The problem with the delay has been there's, no, there's been no foot traffic on the pitch. So it's probably not going to turn and seem as much as it would have had it had that natural deterioration through that through that foot traffic. You're right. It hasn't uh, it hasn't deteriorated like they would have hoped it would have over the course of the match. And the other thing, without the heat on it, just for it to break up and crack up and, and just to become a little bit more difficult to bat, there's still a little bit there. Um, you saw, if you're watching any of the footage last night, there were balls that were turning quite sharply, and there were balls. That, so there was that variation just through the, the surface being a little bit uneven. Um, the other thing to remember is Mitchell Stark's not in the team and Janssen didn't bowl a lot of overs. So you, you just didn't have that natural um, wear and tear which Lyon looks forward to and every spinner looks forward to. But there's enough there if, uh, if they get it right. Mm. What did you make of Hazelwood's performance yesterday? Two for 29. Mate, he was... Uh, everyone was a bit nervous. He hadn't played. He said he played three test matches or something like that this year and... Having missed four or five weeks and having had many a side strain over the years, it takes a little bit of time. But he didn't miss a beat. His first over to Elgar looked like he uh, he hadn't he hadn't missed a game. Um, he played missed a couple of times. He bowled with good pace. Um, he was he was pretty good, and uh, he'll be really crucial today. And we've got an Ashes to think about too, mate. Won't be won't be long before it's here. So it's good that these guys are in form. Um, Ash is coming up here. These guys are bowling well. They're still, you know, they're getting a little bit older. They're not, you know, I'm not pinching him off just yet, so, but they're, they're not as young as they once were. You then look on the sideline, Mitchell Stark, um, Scott Boland, unbelievable, the guy, what a rise to fame he's had. Um, we've got some good bowling stocks coming through that'll be able to hold Australia together for a long period of time. What did you make of that Zondo review yesterday? Uh, gee, did he did he think he hit it? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't know what he was thinking. He was thinking that maybe I'll get away with one. I, I, it was a horrendous review. Uh, I was you know, Glenn and myself were talking last. Glenn McGrath and myself were talking last night after the match, and um, he said to me, "When was the last time a batter got hit on the pads and didn't review it?" And I went, <laughs> "That's a really really good point." But they, everyone gets reviewed now. The only ones that don't seem to do it are New Zealanders. They seem to go, yeah, yeah, that's out. And they're, they're like good blokes and don't want to waste a review. Everyone else in the game reviews it. Stewie, you're heading into the game today. You need 14 wickets. You know, the, the batters are walking out onto the pitch. 
I, just for me, I, I like to give people a bit of a bit of stick back back on the field. Yeah, <laughs> are you letting them know that they're under pressure? Are you letting them know that we're going to get these fourteen <laughs> wickets? Um, I think as he's taking guard, and I don't know whether the stump mics will um, pick it up, but I think all eleven Australians will be suggesting that if he gets out here, it, um, it'll be all over. It'll probably be they'll probably be suggesting that it's not the only time he's going to bat today. Um, you'll probably get another. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry right. if you get a go. If you get out today, you'll get another go later on. The <laughs> I love that. Um, Sounds um, like you've got a bit yeah. of uh, experience, Stewie. You're sounding like you, no, you know what you're no, doing no, there, mate. No, no. Oh, no, mate, I was a good bloke. I didn't do any of that sort of stuff. No, None sucky. of us ever did. <laughs> what about mate, you, Reynolds? I, yeah. <laughs> I played for the, the, the mighty Belmore Rovers back in the day, mate, when I was about <laughs> 10, and I was into them at yeah, 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, love it. <laughs> Stewie's a better bloke than me. You know what the fun, fun part part? You get used to it, and even when you walk out to bat and no one does it, you, you're a bit like... Well, why isn't anyone saying anything? Because it actually becomes like it, it becomes a bit of fun, and yep. yeah, usually it's more fun with the blokes you know um, mm. and the blokes you've got a relationship with because you can have a bit more fun and you can push that boundary a little bit to what you say and what you don't say. Because after the game, you go and have a beer with them and you, you sit down and you have a laugh. Uh, it, it was always hard coming in as a young bloke because you really copped it and you had yeah. to earn your stripes. Yep. But once you earned them, um, you know. And, and, Josh would know this better than anyone. Once you earned your stripes, it was almost a badge of respect when blokes started getting stuck in here because it was like, oh, they, they actually they actually think I can play a bit. So, oh, can I be honest with you, boys? I love it. I think we're in a, when we're talking sport, it's an entertainment business. I think, Stewie, that just adds to the theatre tenfold if you, you've got um, sides going at each other, a bit of back and forth. Uh, I just think it's great theatre in the, in the cauldron, in the middle of a... A, uh, a competition. I just think it's fantastic. Should be more of it. Well, I agree with you. I think uh, it needs to be. I think there's boundaries you can't go over and you of can't course. cross. But of course, most most players most players know that now, and most you know most um, spectators know that as well. So the game is competitive. It's a professional sport because it's um, you know we, we always laugh about kids' sport and you know you're not playing for sheep stations. Well, when you're playing professional sport, you are playing for sheep stations. Mm. And it, it is competitive and you want to win. So whatever advantage you can get and however you, you get it, you need to take it. Mate, just I know we touched on him before, Cummins, but he hasn't lost a test series as captain. Uh, what he's done thus far, what's your overview on his captaincy to date? Uh, really good. Really, really good. He's been... Uh, he's, it's been difficult for him because he's had some uh, challenges, especially when he was bowling, like... Um, how does he, you know, how does he manage the team? How does he manage the field? But he seems to have done it without any uh, any issue. He's been he relies a little bit on Smith and a few of the other guys to to help him out when he's bowling, which is good. He uses you know brings other people into the fo- into the fold. But I, I think just he's he's got a little bit of gravitas about him, Pat Cummins, that when he stands there, people people listen to him and people want to want to play for him. So. His biggest challenge is about to come in February where he goes to India. That's the toughest place to go because when you're getting wickets and knocking people over and scoring runs and doing all of that sort of stuff, you'd stand there and move the fielders around. It's great. When that goes and you've got two guys that bat for long periods of time, which the Indians can do, that's where the biggest challenge will come for him. So I'm sure he's looking forward to it. I'm sure he'll handle it without uh, any problem. And I'm, sure, I'm, sure he'll, uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll do a good job. Stewie... Uh, Usman has been on fire, 195. Um, I seen a um, an interview yesterday, and he was just talking about, you know, he likes to have a bit of a dance when he 
when he gets his uh, when he gets his hundreds and but he said when he was a bit younger he just felt he couldn't I suppose be himself just because of the I suppose the the game and what what he felt he had to do. What's your thoughts on you know people expressing them themselves on 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 how they want to be or do you think you know they should just just raise the bat and and do what they've they've done in the past? Um, that's an interesting one because you sort of. Like anything, I'm talking about. You know, so when you came in, when you come into the team, you, you sort of got to conform to what everyone else around and you does, and the senior blokes um, how they want to run the team, and, and yeah, there's a whole heap of that that comes in in all sport. I think it's actually it's probably changed a little bit in recent times that the younger guys come in and express themselves. And Usman's got to that place in his career where he feels comfortable doing that. Um, it's really good for Usman, and look, I think it's the way the modern sport is that. You know, if you talk to any coach, they want their players to express themselves. They want their players to be comfortable. They want their players to go out and enjoy themselves. So they send them out and they say to them, whatever works for you, works, which is not something that used to happen in yesteryear. And, um, if it works for Usman, then I'm all for it. I don't have a, really have a problem with it. He's just scored 100, mate. If that's what he wants to do, then, uh, then knock yourself out. Wouldn't be my go. Would it be your go? Well, I, you know what? It, it's funny because... A lot of the time, I feel, uh, let's just say, you know, you speak to someone and they say, oh, all NRL players, when they speak, they speak like robots. And I, and I do understand that, but at the same time, I feel when anyone does try and, and express themselves a little bit, it's like, oh, he's, he's carrying on a bit or, you know, he's going away from, from what you meant to say or, or whatever. So for me, um, whenever I've been, you know, interviewed or, or whatever, I just I just say what, you know, what I feel. Obviously, there's boundaries and whatever, but... Yeah, I, I think when you speak, I suppose from your from your heart and what you actually feel, um, yeah, it, it you know it's better better to listen to. Well, I like listening yeah, to people that speak from the heart. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think that's probably right. I think yeah, that the public and the outside noise will will judge you on your performance. When you get hundred, it's it's easy. Yeah, if you got knocked over first ball and did a dance walking off the field, <laughs> yeah. um, the world might have might have turned on him, but. You know, that's the world we that's the society we live in where we're pretty critical of our uh, of our athletes we love them to dance and we want them to do well and we cheer them on but we want them to be successful and also funny and also um, engaging and, and all the rest of it so I suppose the, the answer is choose your moments when you want to do it I'd suggest getting a hundred and doing it then is probably the right time Steve Smith chainsaw thoughts after his hundred <laughs> <laughs> he's gone the old chainsaw <laughs> I think it was a dig at Labashane, wasn't it Something like that? Uh, who knows, mate? Who those knows? Two, uh, those two just bat and bat and bat. And I think oh, they just good. have so much fun doing it. They, uh, they just, you just let them go. And when you talk to them both, you know, post-match and stuff like that, they just, they're just so focused on what they're doing that nothing, there's no other noise that gets in their head. You, yeah, they're one. They're two blokes. You could say whatever you wanted to, and it wouldn't matter. They just, they just look at you and go, oh, yeah, and then they just keep batting. Mate, it's just back to. Um Davey Warner, obviously, you know, he's been in the press a lot lately. Um, but that that 200 in, in the last test, for me, was a massive, you know, backs against the wall, double ton. Um, I, I know, for me, when, when, you know, when things aren't going great and, and people are against you, it, it's, it's hard. Um, how do you think he's dealt with all, with all that, Stu? Uh, look, I think the 200 helped. I think it was, you know, the, the outside noise was starting to build up on Davey. He was, you know, he was doing a really good... Um, job dealing with it, but you know, like anyone, getting older, hadn't scored as many runs as he'd like. He was still batting well, you know, if you talk to him. And I think the 200s relieved the pressure. It's taken away 
a little bit of that outside noise. It was a great innings. Jizzy batted well in some of the most oppressive conditions you've ever seen. It was hot. It was uncomfortable. There was just everything. It was backs against the wall type stuff, but he found a way to score runs, and that was the beauty of that innings. He did it, and you know he, he gave himself, he bought himself some time um, to go out and then find, rediscover that form if that's what he wants to do. Stewie, thanks for coming on, mate. Really enjoyed the uh, conversation this morning. Go on, you boys. Have a nice day.